Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, my gardening friends, and welcome back to the Just Grow Something podcast. I know all last week we talked about saving seeds in your garden, and um, that is obviously a really great way to propagate your favorite plants for growing in the next season. But have you ever looked out into your garden and seen, you know, a big plant that has just looked so healthy all season long and it has produced really, really well for you and just thought to yourself, man, I wish I could just dig that up and bring it into the house over the winter and then I could put it right back outside again in the spring and have that same plant producing for me all season long. Now, if you live in a really mild climate, um, you might actually be able to do that, but you know, in a lot of instances, that plant is just going to be way too big. You probably don't have the space for it. But there is a way that you can keep that same genetics and clone that plant so that you have essentially the same plant growing for your next season, but on a much smaller scale. So if you clone the plant, you're going to have the exact same growth patterns. You're going to have the exact same genetics as the one that you grew all this season versus saving the seed, which is going to give you the same genetics, but maybe not necessarily the same growth pattern and the same bounty from your, um, from your plant. So this episode, we're going to talk really quickly about plant propagating through cuttings and the different ways to do that and which plants are best for cloning to keep them for the next season. Hey, I'm Karen, and together with my husband, I spent over a decade researching and learning and building our small farm through lots of trial and error, successes and failures. I went back to school to get my degree in horticulture to help our farm business, and now I want to pass all that knowledge on to you. Because I firmly believe that self-reliance is empowering, and that everyone, whether you've got a five-acre plot in the country, a half-acre lot in suburbia, or a windowless room in a downtown apartment, should just grow something. So essentially what we're talking about is propagating new plants from cuttings of your herbaceous plants that are already growing in your vegetable garden. So herbaceous plants are those ones that are the non-woody plants. Most of them are the annuals that are in our garden. Um, The ones that you likely are going to want to use um, that really work the easiest for this are things like basil, tomatoes, eggplant, peppers, cilantro, um, rosemary, parsley, zucchini, and cucumbers. You can also do this um, with plants that sort of self-propagate, that have sort of a mother plant and then give off baby plants, like your strawberries. But then you can also do it with winter squashes and pumpkins in certain manners, And then you can also do it with some of your berries, like your raspberries, your blackberries, and blueberries, if you're trying to expand your patch. So the first thing I want to talk about is the herbaceous plant, those soft plants that I was talking about, um, basil, tomatoes, those garden plants. They are 
absolutely the easiest and fastest to root. So you can go about this in two different ways. The best thing for all of those, with the exception of the zucchini, so basil, tomatoes, cilantro, um, cucumbers, eggplant, peppers, these can all be rooted just in water. So you can take a sharp knife or a pair of pruning shears to cut a stem off um, at the stalk or just below new leaves and remove the leaves from the bottom third to half of the stem and then stick it in water. I generally, I do, I do this all the time with really good tomato plants. I will cut a sucker off of it and put it in a glass of water um, in my windowsill and just let it do its thing. And after a few days to a week or two, you will see the roots beginning to pull. We call it pulling roots. Um, you'll see the roots begin to develop at the base of that. If you've cut basil and put it in a glass on your counter um, to keep it for fresh use and didn't quite get to it, you may have seen this happen. You may have seen the roots begin to develop. I've done this with mint, not on purpose, <laughs> but mint that I just didn't get around to using and it ended up pulling roots. And I actually was able to take that and plant it as a whole new plant. So that's what you do. You take those cuttings, you put them into a glass of water, you put them someplace where it's going to get some light, not necessarily in direct sunlight, but for sure getting a decent amount of light and wait until it has a good amount of roots. And then you can remove it from the water and you can pot it up the same way that you would pot up any other transplant. Get a good potting soil, um, put it into a container, make sure that you keep it really well watered while it's getting established. And then you have a baby plant that is a clone. It's exact copy um, of the one that you've been growing all season long that you have just adored. And if you can manage to keep that going in the off season until it's time to plant again in the spring, then you're already off to a great start. You can do tons of these. You can uh, take as many little cuttings off of all of your plants as you want. Um, there's another way to do this, though, too, with the same idea um, is to, to cut that cutting off and then get yourself a bit of rooting hormone. Now, you can find this at any um, garden center. comes in a little container. Uh, it's a powder. It's a, it's a natural product. It's a natural rooting hormone, um, the same thing that the plant actually naturally produces for itself. Um, you just go ahead and take the bare end and dip it into the rooting hormone and the damp, you know, the, the stem should be damp and that way the rooting hormone will stick to the end of it. And then just stick the end of the cutting that's coated in the rooting hormone into a hole in your um, potting soil or whatever rooting medium you're using, and then just press in around the cutting to support it. Um, and just make sure that when you're doing this, you make sure that you uh, you make a little hole first, that you're not just sort of sticking it into the soil, because what can happen is you could actually knock the rooting hormone off in the process of you know, sticking it down into the soil. So um, it really does increase your chances of success um, if you're doing this. And I find this especially helpful with um, herbaceous plants that are a little bit more of a sort of soft wood 
um, density like uh, rosemary. I do this a lot with the rosemary. It makes it easier to to propagate them from the cuttings because I don't know if you have ever started rosemary from seed before, but it takes a really, really long time to get them going. So if you have a big, beautiful rosemary plant and you can't really overwinter it in the house, take a bunch of cuttings off of it and find yourself some rooting hormone and do six or 10 or 12 little starts and you will have all of these little rosemary plants that you'll have in the spring. Um, this is also the way to do um, zucchini. Zucchini isn't really going to root just in water. Um, so with zucchini, you just want to cut like a five to seven inch long sucker off of um, your healthiest zucchini plant and just make sure that it doesn't have any kind of a bud or anything attached to it. And technically speaking, you can do this without the rooting hormone. You can just put the cutting directly into potting soil um, the same way that you would with a tomato sucker or whatever. Um, don't put it in direct sunlight, but do make sure that it's watered well. And it should take roots within about two to three weeks. And uh, you're going to have, you know, a beautiful little zucchini plant. Now, is it necessary to propagate zucchini this way? No. And in generally speaking, um, you know, this is really only if you're going to attempt to try to maybe grow it in a greenhouse over the winter where you're supplying some additional light and some additional heating. Um, you know, zucchini don't really like to be moved once they have a few true leaves. They don't like having their roots disturbed. So, you know, this, this is only going to be in certain instances, um, doing this with zucchini, but it is, it's good to know that you can do it. Um, you can also do this with cucumber. You don't need the rooting hormone. You can just take a six or eight inch cutting from the cucumber vine, and then you can put that in a glass of water, um, keep it in, you know, some sun, not direct, um, and then about, you know, two weeks or so you'll have some roots and then you can just go ahead and pot it right into, uh, whatever pot you want. Now there are plants that, um, need to be layered in order to be able to propagate, um, things specifically like strawberries, you know, you have the main mother strawberry plant and then you have the, uh, the little babies, the, the stolons, the runners that come off of it. And so those runners need to be in contact with soil in order to be able to root. And if you have a strawberry bed, um, then you probably are just going ahead and letting these runners do their thing to fill that bed in. But there's instances when you either need to move the bed or maybe you're trying to expand and make another bed. Um, or maybe, um, you need to renovate the one that they are in and you need to cut back some of the mother plants and really make sure that you have some additional, um, juvenile plants going. And so you can either allow those stolons, those babies, um, the runners to root themselves in, in the existing bed and then just sort of dig out around them and transplant them into smaller containers or into a different bed, or you can actually let them root directly into your little containers. Now, the important thing about this is to make sure that the runners are well-rooted before you cut the stem that they are attached to. 
So the development of the roots on that baby plant or on the stem in some instances, I'll talk that about that in a second, um, is, is what we call layering. And so the rooted stem um, is the new layer, basically. And so you want to make sure that that baby strawberry plant is well-rooted in its new medium before you clip that stem away from the parent plant. Now, this can also be done with things like winter squashes um, and pumpkins. Maybe maybe you grew a prized pumpkin this year and you want to replicate that. If you're in a more moderate climate, you might have the ability to be able to overwinter a pumpkin plant or something like that. Again, this is this is not something that you would normally do, but it's something fun to try. Um, any one of these vining type plants, all you need to do is just to take the vine part and cover part of it with soil. Um, and leave about, you know, six to 12 inches above the soil. And then you can um, sort of bend the tip of the, the vine up a little bit and sort of stake it in place. That bend is often going to induce that plant to root right there where it's touching the ground. If you, if you sort of make a little notch in the lower side of the bent branch, that can help too. Or if you just sort of scrape off a little bit of the vine, and then cover it with the dirt, that's going to induce it to, uh, to go ahead and produce roots. And then same thing, once it has really produced a good amount of roots, then you can cut it away from the parent part of the plant. And there you go. You have a new layer. You have the rooted stem that has been removed from the parent plant, and you have a whole new plant that has exactly the same genetics. Now, what about things like berries, especially your cane berries, uh, raspberries, blackberries? Um, what's another one that we do a lot around here is um, elderberry. So essentially the same thing. Um, you can cut off one of the branches, make sure that it is new growth from this year, specifically if you're talking about uh, cane berries, um, raspberries and blackberries, blackberries specifically, you want to make sure it's this year's growth. Otherwise that cane is already going to be dying. So um, cut off some new growth. And again, you can dip them into rooting hormone and put them into soil. Oftentimes you don't even have to worry about the rooting medium, or I'm sorry, the, the, the rooting hormone. You can just stick them straight into the soil, uh, get them to develop roots, and then you have new plants to be able to uh, populate a whole new bed with. So like I said, those ones with the, you know, the mother plants like the pumpkin and the, and, you know, the zucchini and the cucumber, those things you may not necessarily want to try to winter over because they are very fast growing and they likely are going to run you out of space unless you have a good amount of space where you can give them some light and you can give them some heat and you can actually get them producing in the off season. Well then by golly, go for it. If you have a really healthy plant that you want to bring in the house, um, then, you know, Hey, there's no shame in that. But in most instances, instances, this is something that's going to be used for your slower growing summer plants like uh, tomatoes and eggplant and peppers that, um, you know, have produced really, really well and you want to replicate that the next season. 
um, taking these cuttings and actually getting multiple plants out of one parent plant is a really good way to duplicate those genetics and be able to produce um, a really good crop of the same plant the next season. So um, we're actually doing that with some tomatoes right now, and uh, I will likely do that with some of the um, snacker peppers that have done really well this year and a couple of the uh, Japanese eggplant that are looking really good. So um, I also always do this with the rosemary. Again, it's much easier to do them from cuttings than it is to do them from seed. Um, and then I will typically do this with basil throughout the season because, you know, at some point maybe the basil will go to, to flower and it starts to get bitter. So if I can take some cuttings off of that initially and start whole new plants from them um, before they go to, uh, to flower or to seed, then I get a continuous crop of the basil if I wasn't able to keep it cut back properly. So a very quick episode today, uh, and actually I will not have a Focal Point Friday episode this week. Our son is getting married this weekend, and there's a lot of things to do, and so that's why this episode is really quick too, um, but I do invite you to come back again next week, and if you have any questions about um, propagating or cloning from cuttings, I'm going to jump in the Facebook group and um, post a couple of pictures of what I've done with uh, tomato plants. And and to, to show, uh, I'll give you a visual of what I'm talking about. So if you get a chance to jump into the Just Grow Something Gardening Friends Facebook group, I'm going to go ahead and post that in there this week um, after this episode drops. So um, I appreciate you listening today, and I hope that you have a fabulous week in the garden, and I will talk to you again next week. You've just listened to another episode of the Just Grow Something podcast. Don't forget to download the episode after you've listened, rate and review us in your podcast player if that's an option, and follow us on Instagram at Just Grow Something Podcast. All these things help gardeners like you find me and hopefully join the Just Grow Something family. Don't forget to send in those gardening questions through a voice message at the link in the show notes or via email to grow at justgrowsomethingpodcast.com. Until next time, my gardening friends, keep on cultivating that dream garden and I will talk to you again soon.